All right. Well, before we do anything else, Mark Ellis, I need your major compliment. We need to start and end with a compliment. It's called the Combo Sandwich. So I need you to tell us one thing you liked about Freaky Friday. I loved the device of rock and roll music being driving a wedge between them and then uniting them. <laughs> rock and roll will set us free. It'll tear us yes. apart and bring us and together. Bring us together. Yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful device. Everything in parental daughter situations can be solved with a kick-ass guitar solo. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, played by both of them, one for fake seas and one also for fake. That's no. movie magic. <laughs> Not true. Jamie Lee Curtis actually played that solo. What? <laughs> yeah. Magical Mind-blowing trivia fact. She was at, she actually trained. Like There was a member of the band Orgy that she took private lessons from for a while in preparation for this movie. Wait, Orgy like Blue Monday cover Orgy? Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> Wait, she actually played the... I'm, okay, but why? You can just move your fingers and have someone else play it as they proved in that scene. Jamie Lee Curtis, pure method actor. You guys. I guess she is. Uh, this is funny. I'm going to go next. My major compliment is, this is definitely not method acting, uh, I'm guessing, with uh, stunt people, but I love open field tackles. This was going to be my compliment. Was really, there were two of them in this movie. <laughs> two times where someone is standing full frame and then someone from out of frame dives and tackles them off frame again. It's so dumb, but I love an open field tackle. It's so, so good. Much. It's so good. There were a couple. She tackled uh, the boy who was trying to sleep with her mother. Yeah. And then uh, the magical. What? Her name is Pepe. Pepe. Uh, Pepe (laughs) open field tackles her magical mother to keep her from body switching just everybody. <laughs> There's also a good open field tackle between the two of them when they think they can just reverse the magic with oh, a yeah, hit by, by each other. <laughs> yeah, open field mid-air collision. Yeah, Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, would not approve of the, the head-to-head both of them. Both of them need to take a, a couple days off after that. They're, there's concussion <laughs> protocol for them. Uh, Chris, why don't you be next? Yeah, um, I, I love, speaking of Pepe, the Chinese restaurateur, uh-huh. uh, I love her enterprising nature where she decides, these people don't get along. I'm going to make them switch and then hope that their catering gets canceled so I can cater the wedding. Oh, she you think that was the whole plan? Angle. All her body That's switching was just to get the catering order? Wait, That's have you right. guys not seen that article in Harvard Business Review? That is definitely <laughs> a surefire strategy. Yeah. I just like the idea that she has magic, right? She could make magic through fortune cookies, but this is the only spell she knows. So yeah. no matter what your problem is, if you come to her and you're like, you know, look, this is really terrible, but like this bus full of kids just went off a cliff. She's like, body swap, you guys. It's my only solution. <laughs> yeah, perspective and maybe an egg roll. <laughs> and you got to think that's that ain't that ain't her first rodeo with the body swap. No, no. oh, like, certainly she not. does this every week. And you can tell <laughs> in the ending she has that glow. Like this is her favorite thing to do is to make people <laughs> of different generations swap bodies. Oh man, I just have to say this though. By the way, that actress also played Keiko, Miles O'Brien's wife in Star Trek: The Next Generation, and there was an episode where she got put into a child's body. <gasps> oh, it's foreign She's body swaps. Swaps everywhere. on swaps on swaps. Yeah, <laughs> Tanya, I want to hear your uh, your body swapping compliment. What is it? <sighs> Jamie Lee Curtis is the beautiful moon goddess of my heart. <laughs> she does all a I got. very good job of pretending to be a kid, as opposed to Lindsay Lohan's poor job of pretending to be an adult. Yeah, I could just watch her do everything. I mean, yeah. clearly that's like the basis of the Activia yogurt campaign, right? No. <laughs> it's like we, we don't care what Jamie Lee does. We just want to watch. Yeah, she looks good in a short haircut. She, yeah. uh, she can shred on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She's just she, fun. Great just skin. We'll come back fun. to that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
That sounds creepy when you don't know what I'm talking about. 10 p.m. to 4, and I came to hit the floor. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books, movies, and TV. This is episode number 284. We've now done as many episodes as the number of millions of years ago, Beatles entered the fossil record. Whoa. Whoa. It's an old beetle. Yeah, they wow. are. They're very old. Uh, it, it turns out they're one of the longest surviving uh, species that we ever know. Uh, the negligible they're extinction rate. What? Nothing. What? <laughs> I was going to say the negligible beetle extinction rate is likely caused by their flexible diets, particularly in the polyphagia, which includes algae, plants, and other animals. And a beetle eating animals is terrifying. Yes. Mr. Falcone, will this be on the test? <laughs> <laughs> I just look up fun facts that have to do with the episode number, and I was fascinated by the Beatles story. So, uh, Speaking of things that last forever, even if they make me uncomfortable, this week we're talking about Freaky Friday, the 2003 remake starring Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, not to be confused with the two other versions of this. This is the final episode of Foreign Bodies Month. Woo! Woo! Foreign bodies. Weirdest topic month we've ever had. <laughs> My biggest triumph. <laughs> Get in there, as they say. It's uh, <laughs> the tagline. Uh, we put this to a vote of our meat buddies, and what they wanted for the final episode of F- M- FBM uh, was this. They picked this piece of garbage in a landslide, and uh, Chris is smiling. I didn't like I it. I liked it. Uh, all right. Uh, well, let me garbage you- it is. Let me introduce you to your panel. Uh, I'm Alex Falcone on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. Joining us today, as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Alex, you're not really getting married tomorrow, are you? I just just thought we could make out. (laughs) Real uh, ambitious, that guy. Like, on the day of a rehearsal dinner, you think you're just going to talk her out of it? (laughs) He is Chad Michael Murray. He did have a motorcycle, so... He does, yeah. and he has, he has classic 90s blonde hair middle part. He's yeah. got that, like, every tell he knows how to rock. Yeah. yeah, that's just the right amount of bangs. Also joining us, she knows the right amount of bangs from the wrong one. She's at the Tanya Best on Twitter, in, also in Brooklyn, New York. It's Tanya Davis. Ugh, why are you ruining my life? That I just gets said a lot. I now hate that phrase. Yeah, now I've always hated that phrase. Turns uh, out. Oh, I used to say I say it like like when I find a game that I really enjoy on my phone and I play it for two days instead of getting work done, then I'm like, oh, this game is ruining my life. Oh, yes. but you say it in like a like a sad like muttered to oneself at a coffee shop kind of way, yes. not in like a stomping upstairs. That's true. I don't yell it through where my door used to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or at a Chinese restaurant. Yes. And you guys, we have a very special guest this week. He's one of the hosts of the hugely successful YouTube movie review shows show Schmoes No. Not the easiest thing to say. Schmoes no show. Uh, and he's on Twitter at 5150 Ellis in a hotel or in a condo somewhere in the Midwest. It's Mark Ellis. Thank you. I'm in a comedy condo from Columbus, Ohio. And I just want to say that Mark Harmon has the patience of a saint in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he puts up with a lot of crap from all these women. He's got some old coot running around who thinks it's an earthquake every five minutes. Mark Harmon, <laughs> ladies, if you ever lock that guy down, that is a keeper. I yeah. like the old guy, though, where they were like, what his character decision will be, scared of earthquakes. That's all we know. <laughs> his entire character. Very jubilant and scared of earthquakes. Uh, well, it's good to have you here, Mark. We're going to talk about uh, this movie more, a little more, but first we need Chris to summarize it for us. Yeah. Chris. Yep. 
I would like you to summarize in the style of a pre-crisis Lindsay Lohan. I don't know. She was kind of a garbage person at this point, too. But. Oh, she you, can was? See, you can see the kernels, though. You can see the kernels <laughs> of what's going to explode on Us <laughs> Weeklies for decades to come. Honestly, I think Kernels of Crisis could be the g- great name for, like, a Orville Redenbacher memoir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kernels of Crisis. <laughs> we went crazy with the caramel on this popcorn. Kernels of Crisis. <laughs> Oops, so many kernels. <laughs> <laughs> so much white cheddar, it's insane. There's a there's a, a a a whole valve system and he turns it from cheesy to way too cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Why is that setting on here? That fucking idiot. Yeah. All right, Chris. that's totally alien technology. So uh, Freaky Friday. Uh, we we start with uh, Tess Coleman, who is Jamie Lee Curtis, and she's a modern successful woman. She's a psychologist, uh, which means that she has four to eight cell phones and beepers, and she's yeah, a very classic busy. She psychologist a move. Yeah, boy. Um, she has a new book out, and, and she's she's a very, very busy lady. Um, she's also a widow, but she's getting married in just a couple days to the attractive and kind and patient Mark Harmon. Do you stop catch. being a widow, or is she unwidowed when she marries a new one? Or is she like uh, a married yeah. widow? I don't know. You still wi- Are you still a widow? I don't know. Eh. Anyway. Uh, but <laughs> Not the most important question I'll ask today. Just curious. Once yeah. you get a new dude, I think you're no longer widowed. I think that you have graduated from widow to <laughs> just normal wife. Is there again. a ceremony? Or is it like an addict where you're just always an addict, even if you're... <laughs> oh, she's a recovering widow for the rest of her a life? A recovering widow? A former yeah. widow? Yeah. <laughs> or or widow Boy. for life, Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis. Uh, so Jamie Lee Curtis is also a mom. Oh, wait, wait. Has I got it. Widow emeritus. Oh, there you oh. go. Yeah, you, you only you come around once in a while to give a lecture. Yeah. Visiting widow. Yeah. Um, Sorry, so Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, she's a widow, as we said, but she's also a mom, and she has the worst kids in the history of the world. Uh, she has uh, 15-year-old Anna, who's Lindsay Lohan, uh, who's in her rebellious phase, which means that she wears shirts that show her midriff, and she plays guitar in a band, and she hates her mom and always is yelling and screaming about how her life is being ruined, and they just yell and scream at each other all the time. Um, and also, Anna's like failing English, and uh, basically just has like a lot of attitude, I Although, guess. Although, maybe it's not her fault. Yeah, well, there's that. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> and there's also a young son, Harry, uh, who's a little kid, who's basically just like a sassy little boy who fights with his sister a lot. So there's a lot of yelling and screaming, and it's uh, not fun to be around. No. And they're just yelling and screaming, you know, the night before, like on some random Thursday night before uh, Friday's the rehearsal dinner of their wedding, and um, Tess and Anna are yelling and screaming, and the Chinese people at the Chinese restaurant, give them fortune cookies that are magic. Yeah. And they wind up waking up the next morning in each other's bodies. So that means Tess, the mom, is in Anna's 17-year-old body. And Anna... 15. 15, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Learner's permit. Still just and, kernels of crisis, not full-born crisis. <laughs> that's right. By 17, she's done. Unrecognizable. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Anna is in Tess's body. So the actors in this movie are pretending that, you know, they're the other person, even though they look like each other. So um, there's confusion. There's outrage. There's shenanigans. <laughs> um, you know, like Tess has to go to school as Anna. Anna has to go to psychology work as Tess. Uh, and there's just like a lot of a lot of misunderstandings and you know, a lot of attitude and people. She not has to go like on TV. Yeah, there's that. Talk about the and, book. And Anna has a crush, Jake. Um, who actually, because he's in love with Anna for her mind, 
ends up falling in love with Jamie Lee Curtis, who is... They being... talk about music for ten minutes, and he falls in love with her, because she likes the Ramones also. Yeah, and, and she also enjoys Bowling for Soup's cover of Hit Me Baby One More Time. That, okay. <laughs> Which could not be more 2002 if it tried. But, but, um, but oh, if he trying. just falls in love with everyone who likes the Ramones and that cover, dude gives away his heart too easy. Yeah, he does. The Ramones. You're gonna find a lot of Jamie older Lee women that are gonna be into you. He probably <laughs> saw it. He probably saw True Lies too, and he's like, "That's the stripper chick." Yeah, I'm on board with this. everybody. I'm interested. Yeah, I saw Trading Places. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> so um, the thing is that Anna, um, her band that she's in, has a big audition on the same night as the rehearsal dinner. Because this Freaky Anna. Friday is also a really overscheduled, busy Friday. Yeah. They, it turns out everything happens on Friday night. Yeah, there was supposed to be a root canal. Yeah. yeah. And, she, and she was going on surprise TV and like 10 pa- I mean, at some point, like look at your scheduler again and just spread it out. Do some work on Thirsty Thursday. Get it done with. Yeah. These, <laughs> these body swaps could not happen at a more inopportune time yeah. for these people. And also, who you gets know, a root canal right before their wedding? I think we can all agree that even if they didn't swap bodies, it would still be a pretty freaky Friday. Yeah. Am I right? It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an important thing. So Anna has to play this audition, but she can't play the guitar. But Tess doesn't know how to play the guitar. So, you know, it's going to be a disaster. Which I have some trouble with. So how how much of your guitar playing is, like, in your brain and soul, which switched? But And how much of it is actually, like, there's a motor skill. Like, doesn't she have the motor skill of that body? There's muscle memory, but it's still, like, in your brain. Right. I would think yeah, if you just said, like, hands, the first note is this, it would just start playing. Like, your your brain would know that. Yeah, but then mm. you can't solo because that's all the, the improvisatory part of your brain is. Yeah, come on, I mean that song yeah, would have plus, been better without that, is my opinion. So, well, first of all, that solo kicked ass. Second of all, she she's in front of people too. She's like she's got to perform something in front of a group of people. So maybe she could have done it in the garage by herself. But this is the house of blues, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, she's helped out by Anna in her mom's body, who uh, is off stage. Uh, basically playing for her. He's Cyrano de Bergerac's her guitar solo. That's right. Or, or she-she. Right. She. Yeah. But then, you know what? They come back to the rehearsal dinner, and Anna, in Tessa's body, Cyrano de Bergerac's a really great speech yeah. and toast about how much she loves Mark Harmon, and the whole family does too. And it's at that point, they've both done selfless things for each other, that the magic of the fortune cookie swaps them back. Just, just in time. Just in because, time. <laughs> because otherwise Mark Harmon would have had to sleep with. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even finish that sentence. No, I know. Oh. But I just want us all to acknowledge that that was the time crunch they were under. That was <laughs> <Yeah>. the... <laughs> if they got to zero on the timer, that's what had to happen. <laughs> oh, God. That was yeah, the you... next logical move. So anyway, but it's a Disney movie and everybody is just full of love and happiness at the end. And that's the movie. Oh, that is the movie. You, you talk about I... John Elway running the two-minute drill at the end. Like, you really yeah. got to execute. <laughs> <laughs> we have to love and understand each other in two minutes because otherwise I have to bone this guy. Yeah, <laughs> and you have to know that forever. And, and you have to know for... that that's your daughter inside of there. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, so one thing that I think you kind of skipped over is just how awkward the whole thing is. Sure. Oh, I was trying to summarize the plot. No, no, I know. The... I know. I was using this as a segue. So you... Okay seems so happy when you're talking about this and i didn't like the way it made me feel inside because why because of awkward times because it was there's parts where the actors are playing each other and it doesn't go that well 
it's because all of the not going well is like, what if this was in a really intensely awkward situation? And what if it was the dialogue was really dumb and Lindsay Lohan kept yelling about her life being ruined? I found it so uncomfortable. So we're going to play for me. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna swap. Chris, you and I are gonna swap bodies for our hate game, and you oh. have to hate it, and I have to be super nice to it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. So we're gonna what are, try. What are the rest of us doing? Easy. You guys do whatever you want. Uh, so we're just. We'll just have go. some fortune cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, it's a good thing that not every fortune cookie is that powerful because I get a lot of like, be nice to people or friendship is magic or whatever they say. Yeah. <laughs> And if that just you guys notice that fortune cookies, let's talk about fortune cookies for a second. Have you noticed the <laughs> decline in the quality of fortunes in the last couple of years? Oh yeah, they're not no, fortunes. Absolutely. They're just like you know, uh, be nice to people and they'll be nice back. That's not. It's like yeah. Actually, you don't think I've opened a fortune cookie in a long time. Oh, I had one just yesterday, and it what? said, "Yeah, I went for Chinese yesterday." <laughs> oh, that's right. And <laughs> is this still you were talking to, or is this somebody else in your body that's doing the podcast? <laughs> right How could you possibly know? Yeah, <laughs> I, Chris, your oh, dad fortune- is being very funny on this show. So <laughs> uh, Chris's shirt is suddenly showing his midriff. We're all very confused. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Alex is still a pretty young guy, but he sounds like a really old man. But he's like, "You kids and your fortunes I, today." I, I, sure <laughs> I do. I do. Can we just talk about fortune cookies? <laughs> Back I, in my day, fortune cookies predicted something. I just like that they used to be fortune forward. cookies won the war. <laughs> the fortune cookies you get now are just are they're all they're just they're more like platitude cookies. They're so, not trying to speak the fortune anymore. Yeah, they're they're afraid of being wrong. All of today's fortune cookies are just about what is it? Directions one. What I, is it that those children and they're dancing? I I the sneakers. I, most of the things that I am upset about make me sound like an old man. So this is not a new moment on the show. <laughs> But I'm embarrassed, so we're going to move on. So I have all these hates that I'm not going to do in our hate game. So, Chris, I'd like you to start us out, and I want you to find something in your heart to hate on behalf of me. Okay. Um, so it occurred to me that even at this tender age, Lindsay Lohan is uh, a talentless Oompa Loompa of a person. <laughs> she's bright orange, and there are times when she's supposed to fake cry in this movie. Yeah. Or, I mean, actually like look like she's crying. She can't do it. No, she couldn't do it. Even in um, Mean Girls, which I no. think is widely celebrated as her her strongest role, she's still quite bad at fake crying. Oh, it was crying. the best written role she's ever found herself in. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah, it's unfair to give her entirely credit for that. Yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah. She just there's some fake crying and some like just where she's trying to act like she's an adult in a way that's just terrible. And especially next to Jamie Lee Curtis, who's doing a terrific job, I think, with that role yeah. that she has. Yeah. But even her, uh, like, even Jamie Lee Curtis's interpretation of of Lindsay Lohan's character's, like, teenage scorn is, like, more interesting. Yeah. Like, she's she's clearly disgusted by a lot of stuff and confused by a lot of stuff, but she does it in a way that, like, just makes more sense and reads more realistically as a teenager. Mm -hmm. And the way that Lindsay Lohan does it is just, like, there's just a lot of, like, furrowing and, like, screaming and I just, yeah. Do you think that that was, like, so does the body swap make that easier like, did Lindsay Lohan do a better job as an adult as she did as being a child? I think, no, I think I think she was pretty good at being a child for the first 10, 10 or 15 minutes. Like, I got that she was, you know, upset at school and had a shitty life or whatever. But, <laughs> but I think what did you do that? Was it the screaming? It was the scream. It was the, it was the guitar. It was the fact that she's wearing clothes that her mom probably doesn't want her to wear and all that stuff. But, like, <laughs> that's... 
That's. I think that Jamie Lee Curtis had the easier job to do because Jamie Lee Curtis could probably tap into what she went through when she was in high school. And oh, Lindsay Lohan, yeah. to this day, has no idea what it's like to be a productive adult. Yeah, so, a functional, productive adult. Yeah. She, she had no point. frame of reference. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis could go back into her past psyche. Lindsay Lohan probably just watched the movie Face Off a couple times. And is like, ah, in her trailer. I'm going to act like the other person because that's who I'm going to be today. So... <laughs> It's too bad we couldn't just watch Face Off again. I yeah. enjoy that as far as body swapping goes. I uh, let's see. I I think that uh, what's a fun thing about this movie? Um, was it boy. the music? All the music was great. No, it wasn't. <laughs> the music was terrible in this movie. Why did you want Lindsay Lohan to sing? People, it's not going to happen. I yeah. The I was not. I mean, I'm not crazy about that band. I I'm glad With they did three- so. Three girls on guitar, three guitars, and one bass and a drummer. Uh, yeah, although I did like her her insult when they were talking about the white stripes, and she was like, "Just get a bass player already." I did oh, like yeah, that. That's true. I like, love that there's two dudes in the band, and those dududes are this. They're like hanging out with the girls just to get laid. Like they have no oh, yeah. real yeah. musical actually... inclination going forward. What what shocked me though, and what what pissed me off about the movie is that Lindsay Lohan shreds a guitar solo in the first 10 minutes of this film and nobody else in her family seems to notice that she's this amazing yeah, she's guitar she's a guitar god <laughs> she's yeah, unreasonably yeah. good at guitar <laughs> you have Eddie yeah. Van Halen under your roof and you're like making her go to the rehearsal dinner what's wrong with you <laughs> I think actually did, that's a good point too because it felt like they like set an epic level of not getting each other and then they were mm-hmm. when they freaky fried it across like a day into it they were like no no but I've always loved and supported everything you do oh yeah I noticed that like you were so badly misunderstanding each other, incredibly, like that guitar thing where she's like not even hearing that this is for a, a garage band. Really terrific. Yeah, these kids deserve and, some some props at some of yeah, some kind. And presumably, Jamie Lee Curtis was paying for Lindsay Lohan's guitar lessons for years and probably going to a recital of something. Like yeah, that. she sent her to private lessons with an orgy, and yeah, that's not maybe. Cheap. Maybe the dead dad did, though. You know, maybe the dead dad was. Yeah, because like, really it was his music. guitar pick, right? Was oh, it his yeah, guitar pick? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, he, yeah, because she, like, drops the guitar pick and, he was, and Chad oh. Michael Murray's like, oh, yeah, guitar pick. And she's like, oh, it's my dad's. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I had never uh, seen this movie before I was instructed to do it uh, for the show. So <laughs> I, was, I was watching it and I was thinking the body swap or the, the re body swap was going to happen in, like, an epic clash of rock god power. Where they're going to jump into each other, like, while they were both shredding <laughs> solos. And so oh. the, I, w- I was left disappointed by the House of Blues that I, I liked that Jamie Lee Curtis was doing it, was playing, was helping her out. But I wanted to see it happen there, not back at a, you know, not, I, I, don't, I didn't like the way the, the re-body swap happened. Uh, oh. you, mean, you mean the super on the nose thing where they showed her shake and then the camera showed the, the magic soul float through the sky and yeah, land right. on the <laughs> other one? It was who shook. Volleyball of the soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You didn't think that was a little too bang on the nose, maybe? <laughs> hey, the, the the Chinese really love to show you the joke, too. They don't just tell it. They show you. <laughs> Can we talk about the, uh, the, the fact that this is, like, old town Chinatown magic that they go into to find this? Like, uh, it's a little ping pong. It's I a think. little... What, what do you mean by that? Is oh, that... I mean uh, racist. Oh, okay, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> ping pong is a delightful table game, and I thought yeah, you were just... No, it... <laughs> If I was saying table tennis, Alex, I'd say table tennis. Oh, I but you <laughs> Okay. 
<laughs> no. Well, it's no longer a delightful table game, and now a very serious sport that just happens to look like a big sport played on a mini version. Now it's something we have to talk about at Starbucks. Oh, oh. you can't. <laughs> uh, you you can't call it table. I mean, you can't call it something more dramatic. Ping pong is a perfect name because it's no so ping tiny. pong. No, I'm just kidding. I know, but it's like it's like you're trying to take something so seriously that is adorable <laughs> as mini tennis. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a little racist about the whole Chinese restaurant thing. I felt I felt like their yeah. characters were a little, a little weird. I mean, and as much as I enjoyed the enterprising nature of Pei Pei, um, that actress normally just speaks with an American accent and is from California. Oh, that was oh, her no. required accent. Oh, now I don't yeah. like it. So it was it was very. I mean, Disney. It was, <laughs> back to your yeah. old tricks. Back to your old tricks, there, Disney. Song of the South. <laughs> Zip, yeah, that was the Chinese zippity do what? <laughs> I, I I did like though that that Chinese restaurant was so crowded. It was huge. I mean, that was like it was, it was yeah. like seventy, eighty tables. It was a big place, Whew, yeah. and they were just just jamming. Also, I don't think I've ever been like a regular at a restaurant of that size, but I can't imagine that they're like, "You're back again. We love you so much." Like it just didn't seem possible. Well, but what if you yeah. if you were if if you're a regular at a restaurant and they had done some sort of Chinese voodoo on you? Do you think they'd remember you then? <laughs> Probably as the person who wouldn't stop yelping about it. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. This is a pre-Yelp world because this, this is a is bad a review. Yeah, this this yeah this would not have flown. Into <laughs> come the come for the noodles, today. stay because they played a trick on you that required you to be in your mom's body for a couple days and possibly <laughs> sleep with her fiance. Yeah, did you guys also? I, I had the suspicion that when they went back to the restaurant at lunchtime on Friday to try to force them to turn them back, and they're like, "We can't. It's just the fortune. You got to do the fortune." Um, the way that Pepe and Mama were uh, talking and looking at each other. I suspected that they had been switched at one point or were currently switched. Oh, I, no, no. I, I smell a too. prequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freaky Tuesday. That's right. And I'm sure I that with, with, with how racist they portrayed the whole restaurant scene, it probably happened at a dry cleaners somewhere. No, or maybe, uh, no. Here's maybe what a happened. nail salon, something like that. Here's what happened. They, in the, in the prequel, they just got white people magic. It was it's it trades generations. It switches off each time. So they were just like so they just get like a bunch of phones and like beige carpeted stairs. They were in an, they went to an Applebee's and Brittany was like, I don't think you understand each other. <laughs> Swapped their bodies. They in, gave um, them magical jalapeno poppers. Exactly. Make sure to read the piece of paper inside those wonton tacos that we made. Oh god. Real item yeah, on the Applebee's so menu. Uh, yes it is. Um, I'm just, this is, this is not a hate because I'm trying to be switched and I'm not doing a great job of it. Uh, but do you think you get back with that boy at the end of the movie? Like the guy who fell in love with your mom yesterday? That's a great call. (laughs) I I think teen girl logic says to me that yes, you would because you knew that he loved you for your mind. And also that hair. Okay. But if he (laughs) loves you for your mind... He's still okay with like doesn't he, he still knows that that was your mom or he thinks that that was your mom so even if he's oh, like yeah. I love this woman's mind he's still like and I'm fine that it's the mother of the person I tried to date yesterday yeah it's weird and it's also weird that he works at her school so he's a graduate of the high school and he works there oh, as a is... file clerk so he's like twenty what? or something and okay so he's... oh 
Wait, I didn't entirely follow yeah, that. Pick up also, on that? Mark was going to say something, and I totally cut him off. Oh, sorry, Mark. No, no. Now I'm more interested in the fact that he wasn't a student there. He, <laughs> yeah, he works at the school, and that's why he works at the coffee shop during the day as a second job. And he's able to let Lindsay Lohan into the file room past the teacher's lounge. That's Wait, right. So he's a 20-year-old so, guy working as a file clerk at a high school and he just tries to pick up the high schoolers? Apparently. So or fired. she was so, so special instantly that fired. his attention. Yeah. Now look, in his defense, he was he was he was maybe he was like scouting Lindsay Lohan's character for when she becomes legal in three oh, yeah. years. Or Not better. he was just That's... he might have known that she had a pretty hot mom and he was just using her <laughs> to get to the mom the whole time. But I think That's we all know what did. happens is that yeah. is it right after this movie ends, he got on his bike and he went on Dead Man's Curve and he just rode it a little too fast. Oh, no. And now we're at the funeral oh. for part two. Oh, I smell man. a sequel. Sad Saturday. <laughs> Spooky Saturday where his, vo- his ghost comes back. <laughs> his ghost comes back and hits on her mom again. To, yeah, to seduce. But he has to fight with her dead dad. Wait, oh, that, yeah. And then they get really body swapped. So, or ghost, ghost body swapped. <laughs> ghost body swap. Spooky this Saturday. Ghost, anyway? ghost swap. Ghost swap. Ghost swap. I'd love to see the, the next time they eat at that Chinese restaurant they open a fortune cookie and all it says is boyfriend gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> And I made myself so easy to love. We now return to Crisis in Meatburg. Join the crusade against Viscount Veggie's vegan villains by going to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies. A small monthly donation could be the difference between good and Satan. Where have you been, Meatbot? I haven't seen you all day. I've been at the meat pipe with our new plumber, Mary. She just fixed a major problem that was sending new meat bodies straight to Viscount Veggie. Also put in a tiny improvement. I hope you like it. What did you do? Now, instead of getting a job when you become a meat buddy, you get a superpower. Like mine. Everything I want is just in my pocket. That's amazing. Can you give me a gold nugget? Sure. Here it is. Well, that was actually a little bit too easy. I guess I do want to work for it. Here's a puzzle box with a gold nugget in it. Oh, well, well, now it's a little bit too hard. Uh, here's a treasure map with a couple key pieces missing. Perfect. I guess it was always about the chase. And then? What do you mean, and then? Most of the things you say have a sexual undertone. Do they? Yep. Here's a copy of everything you've ever said. Wow, yeah, I... Guess it's like my pappy used to say, no matter what you put in people, they'll feel it the way they want. There it is. I don't get it. Anyway, I fixed your meat pot, and I added a magical realism valve. My work here is done. Floop. Oh, look, it's our newest meat buddy, Robin Huckster. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Welcome. What can you do? I don't know how I know this, but I can change into any piece of furniture. This might be useful for spying. Or during hide-and-seek. I guess. It doesn't seem that cool. I've wanted a cool power. Well, maybe you should just try it out. Where did she go? I'm down here. That chase lounge that wasn't here a minute ago must be her. Astounding. Oh, I guess it is kind of fun. Wait a second. I hear something coming. It is the four Vs. We are under attack. Wait. Where did Robin go now? That must be her in the gun safe that was not here before. Everybody get inside me! You see? It's not just me. That 
You heard me. Quiet. Okay. I heard them a minute ago, but this is just an empty room with a gun safe. I don't think anybody's here. I agree. Well, maybe we should go somewhere else. Are they gone? I think so. Get out of me before I explode back into a person. Is that a... I don't think there's any way to take that besides a person magically transforming out of being a gun safe. Will the new magical realism valve on the meat pipe be enough to help the meat buddies overcome Viscount Veggie and his vegan villains? Find out next week when Crisis in Meatburg continues. And become a meat buddy by going to read-weep.com slash meat buddies. Your superpower may just be keeping the podcast alive. Is it too late in the ad to call your power? Fernimorphs. Just in time. Where did Robin the Fernimorph go? And when did we buy a love seat? Meat buddies, 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 meat buddies. Uh, now you guys, it's time to play the game of top five. Top five. So top five. we asked Yay. you guys on Facebook and Twitter what you wanted us to talk about about Freaky Friday, uh, the things we absolutely had to talk about, and here are our top five favorites. Number one. Top five. At GH Pelton 1979 says, are any of you kids old enough to have watched the Haley Mills version uh, on Disney when you were kids? If so, compare and contrast. And then a follow-up message, oh hell, I was thinking of Parent Trap. Same question, strike Haley Mills, insert Jodie Foster. But I, it, I kept <laughs> both those If I had in. a nickel for every time I've struck Haley Mills and replaced her with Jodie Foster. <laughs> I only leave that mistake in because I wanted to know if you guys have seen which of the Parent Traps you guys have seen too. Because um, I definitely I, saw I rocked the, the Haley Mills version. I I saw that a number of times as a youth, me and, too. Uh, and I I remember uh, enjoying it. And then for whatever reason, uh, I was so excited when she was Miss Bliss on Saved by the Bell. But now those are the most unwatchable Saved by the Bells is the ones with Haley Mills because yes. the rest of the cast is so young, and I hate kids. So just the Parent <laughs> Trap cool. in itself was fine. The Freaky Fridays were a little more like I remember the concept of Freaky Friday, but I I I didn't really have anything to compare this version to. Like right. whereas Parent Trap, nothing will ever be as good as the Haley Mills Parent Trap. Yeah. So don't even right. try yeah, anymore. The popsicle stick birdcage made at camp and yeah. The, the yeah, yeah, yeah song. I yeah. love that the the Haley Mills uh Parent Trap and I cannot I'm, I have not watched the new one because I just know it will not live up to it. Uh, but I mean, I, with Lindsay Lohan is all right, and again, that's mostly because it's Emma Thompson and uh, Dennis Quaid who are the parents, and she's just like some twelve-year-old kid. Yeah. But the movie, at least the first this. movie, has very little of the, of the the parents compared to the kids. It's mostly the kids. That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. I I, uh, I I did not see the whole of the first Freaky Friday. I did not see the first one. Except that I remember vaguely... Like I, It must have been like my parents were watching on TV. Because I remember a moment where she's like getting ready to... She's climbing the diving board to do her big dive instead of the big guitar solo. And her mom is like in the crowd as the girl being like, You can do it! Which seems way more likely to die than that musical audition. Um, yeah, and there's no way to like... <laughs> To secretly play off stage at a dive. Yeah, exactly. And I, I <laughs> secretly dive off stage. I think maybe this. I could be wrong about this, but I think that the body swap happens while she's climbing the ladder. Like she goes back into her body right before she dives. Oh. Is like the big. But I'm not a hundred percent. So I, I know I've seen pieces of it, but I haven't seen the whole thing. Um, so no, none of us have seen the original. I feel uh, like I've seen it, but I also feel like when Mark, you were talking about the 1995 one, that the the made for TV movie, that's the one yeah. I think I, I've seen. Well, so I guess the answer, GH Pelton, is that none of us are old enough to have watched that one. Uh, number two, Scott on Facebook says how good Jamie Curtis's skin looks in this movie. Tanya, 
rarely does an episode go by where you don't comment on somebody's skin looking great. So this one's to you. No, her skin does look great. And actually, I did have like a a, a little rant about Lindsay Lohan's skin because oh. when they show her. <laughs> When they show her pierced belly button, you can see how actually freckled she is. And Uh she's so, like, her freckles are so great. I don't know if anyone remembers that Vanity Fair photo shoot she did that's, like, kind of creepy Marilyn Monroe style. But you can, like, they didn't cover her freckles for that. And she's just, like, incredibly freckled in, like, the best way. Yeah. And it just bummed me out, like, all of the shots of her face where she's orange and just, like freckle free yeah the trying to hide the freckles seems like such a weird like why did you hire Lindsay lohan if you wanted this to be a freckleless character like yeah you knew you knew when you cast her that she was covered in angel kisses and you can't cover that up now (laughs) (laughs) i did not know that's what we were calling freckles you guys that's what that's like what grandparents say to kids that have freckles like don't be embarrassed they're angel kisses is anyone ever it? embarrassed of freckles? I don't yes. understand this at Everybody all. Everybody with freckles. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. I had a little bit of a freckling age, and I was like, well, this isn't the greatest thing of all time. But, it, you know, I'm not a chick, so I don't really, it's not really going to affect my life as much, I don't think, when I was a kid. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa, you guys, what? <laughs> what what are we dudes, even talking about here? I don't, I don't think dudes <laughs> really care about freckles one way or the other. Like, like we're like, oh, cool, some, some crap's on my face. Okay. Like, like we can... <laughs> We can handle it. I think girls have girls look at magazines and they're like, "Oh, I need to look like that" a lot more than guys are like, "Oh, I need to look like this." Oh. So I think that affects I, yeah. women negatively. But but by that same point, I think that when Lindsay Lohan's character wakes up and she's in Jamie Lee Curtis's body, instead of screaming that she looks like the Crypt Keeper, I bet she's happy that she doesn't have to cover up her freckles anymore. <laughs> she's like, "Sweet, no more freckles." I don't want this to get gross, but I was also a little surprised that mom wasn't like, wow, my body feels elastic and wonderful right now. Yeah, and well, just starts she, like jumping around. Yeah, she does. I mean, she does kind of grope herself and be like, this is one, the same. Yeah, she does this say this is, is definitely different with her butt. Like yeah. the one way she every morning she's like, is the butt still the same? Yep, I'm the same person. But today was it with her butt or was it off. the vagina? No, was- okay, this was a part of the Freaky Friday swap that I did. I actually did wonder about because I was like, "Did they shower? Like, wouldn't yeah. that have been super weird?" They or definitely like, showered the at least room? once. Like, I just feel like the uh-huh. whole like you go through a whole day in like your kid's body and you don't like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was yeah. just the thing that I was like, ah. Also, but yeah. also. I mean, like, to make that a little less gross, although that's a great point, the shower especially. But well, like, and using when, the toilet, even if you didn't shower for the day out of respect to your child body that you're inside of, wow, yeah. uh, you still, like, you have to, like, go to the bathroom and I don't, I just don't know what yeah. you, ah. yeah. yeah, and even they're different heights, they have different vision, like, I'd imagine it'd be very disorienting to be in somebody else's body. Well, yeah, although I, again, I think that you should get the body's powers, like, it should just feel normal when you're in it. And then it's more like intellectual. You're like, oh, that's weird, but your body feels fine. Hmm. Anyway, but also uh, there's uh, um, there's the part where she's like with the glasses. She's like, oh, I can't see. Like she forgets that she needs to wear glasses. Like, yeah. That seems like that yeah. should be built in knowledge of the that body. You know, it's like there should be a brief manual that you get that comes with that body. <laughs> or like an instructional DVD. Well, I'm thinking yeah, of inside the fortune cookie. Like, like how the Animorphs were like, when you're in a tiger body, you know how to move like a tiger, but you still have your own consciousness. I just sort of wanted that model. Because they were never like, oh my god, this tiger body, this isn't normal. Ooh, these claws, that's not... I'm never going to see myself naked because I'm embarrassed. Well, also, this and I guess different. thinking further about that, so much of our emotional 
you know, our emotional lives and everything else is wrapped up in brain chemistry and like, you know, transitioning to a 17 year old like brain with all the, you know, everything else that's going on with the, the brain is still mush. There's a ton of hormones and stuff. Tumult. Yeah, tumult, all the tumult. Like, yeah, she seemed tumult free. She seemed like it yeah, was just mom's like, you know, full hormone set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Number, you number keep you, you keep calling her seventeen years old, but she's fifteen. Stop being creepy, <laughs> sorry, Chad. Sorry. <laughs> what it was, what it is, is Stop. Lindsay Lohan was seventeen when she filmed this movie. Oh, sure. And so I'm always thinking of almost a complete wreck of a person, Lindsay Lohan. That's, it's a classic yeah. Chris <laughs> move to refer to people as the ages of their actors. Just to, just to circle back on that freckles thing. I have freckles and I never in my life was like, oh, I'm ruined. I have all this shit on my face. Like I just, that um, never. No, I, just, I wasn't. I wasn't saying freckles are bad, but I was saying that a lot of girls like Lindsay Lohan, why does she wear all that makeup? Because she yeah. doesn't want to have freckles. So I'm not saying freckles yeah. are bad. I'm saying that, that she had a negative body image for whatever reason. And that when she woke up, she didn't have freckles anymore. She was probably relieved. I think you're more like an exceptionally together person about your freckles then. Because every I've talked, I know several women who have had a lot of freckles who just hated them their whole lives. What you guys get with your freckles? Yeah, let's let's talk about this. I I really want to hear from our listeners who have freckles. Love your love your freckles, guys. I think your freckles are sexy. Nobody's. I'm not Dove. Come on, I just want to know if people (laughs) hate their freckles. Mark likes your freckles. He wants you to be the first. He wants you to know. Uh, yeah, hey, hey, do you want to go see the hives this weekend? <laughs> oh man, I love the vines in the hives. Honestly, uh, you know what? That actually felt very realistic to me because I feel like as a high schooler, especially when you're like you're maybe what is she sophomore in high school? Yeah, you're just like desperately trying to figure out if anything you like is reasonable. And sure. when you run into anybody that you think is cool that likes the stuff that you like, it really does seem like your soulmates. Like I feel like if I had run into I, I, okay, this is embarrassing, but I feel like if I'd run into someone who looked like Chad Michael Murray and he'd been uh-huh. like, oh, I also read Vonnegut, I would have been like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Hey, yeah, you want to come into the janitor's closet and I can read you some Vonnegut right now? <laughs> <laughs> so it goes. Yeah, no, it would have been it would have been rough stuff. So funny, Great. I just assumed that that dude was a student and then to hear that have this revelation. <laughs> no, it's, it's it so actually, creepy that yeah, he worked there. Think- that is... Yeah. That is not acceptable. Now yeah, I really I think that's like a, I think that was probably like th- this this whole movie might be a prequel to Nightmare on Elm Street. I think that's how Freddy Krueger <laughs> started out working at this Throw school. him in the furnace. <laughs> he just went younger uh, and younger. So, so moving along, number 3, Michelle and Helen both said uh that they wanted to talk about the magic Chinese restaurant. Uh although which we did do, although Michelle mentioned that it was uh there to punish customers for rudeness, which is a very different yeah, reading oh. from your business plan, Chris. Well, I I think <laughs> <laughs> it works both ways. It's it's a net good on both things. But if you have mom and daughter who are just screaming at each other and they're ruining the experience for all of your diners, bust out that magic cookie. You got to do you it. Know. Yeah. Uh, number four, Michael on Facebook said, uh, who would you most want to body swap with and who would you least want to body swap with? Whoa. And um, as an interesting okay, side note, Caitlin wanted to imagine Ezra and Chris body swapping for a day. So, Oh, man. It's an interesting idea. So much poop. Yeah, so yeah, much more baby. Sleepy. Yeah, I'd be real, real sleepy. sleepy. Go ahead, um, Mark. Who do you want to body swap or not want to body well, swap? Well, I mean, the obvious answer is Emma Watson, but I think that, <laughs> yes. Oh my God, like, you're a genius. <laughs> like, it, like if you if you make it an if, if you make it a non-sexual thing, I think is probably the more interesting. No, because she's like a if I could bastard, she's got her shit figured out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's super smart. And radical. I don't, I'm not going outside. If I'm Emma Watson, I ain't going outside. <laughs> oh, today, guys. oh my! Oh, this I'm, just took I'm, a turn. I, knew, I was so I was so worried about this being gross and sexual, but and also how dare hey. you do that to my Emma? 
hey, look, I'm in I'm in a comedy condo in Columbus, Ohio, and I'm not leaving this premises for 24 hours until I am no longer Hermione. I think that if you if you if you didn't make it a a sexual endeavor, which is like the genie has to tell me, hey, don't be a don't be a pervert here. Yeah, yeah. Then I <laughs> the genie always has that, to tell you that because otherwise someone's made that mistake. Oh, I don't. So that's a I don't trust anybody basis. who's not a genie. Um, <laughs> Or who at least dresses flamboyantly. Um, I I think I'd probably body swap with a professional athlete of some sort because I want to feel what it's like like oh, to get yeah. introduced and have like a huge crowd around and you know oh, yeah. and then that would also put uh, put your theory to the test as to whether I have that muscle memory of the professional athlete or whether yeah. I'm still me and I'm just oh, like I love gangly this so arms. Much. LeBron so you're, James, you're one of the starting five. Anything. And then, but then in your body, LeBron is sitting off the court, making the motion for how to shoot a basketball, just trying to remind you so that you can <laughs> yes. do it. Yes. Yeah, but it. if you if you became LeBron James, I mean, regardless of muscle memory, you'd still be able to jump over a car, which yeah, would be pretty cool. Be pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even that. play in the game. I'd just be doing stunts for YouTube outside the arena. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's a great... I mean, somebody like like that is a good answer, just to feel what the body's like. And it's not as creepy as the feeling what the body's like. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, uh, yeah. For, I mean, because he's, he's huge, has an entirely different physicality than me. Is he's there anybody, though, where it would be, like, fun, the thing you do? Because Dwayne's day doesn't seem like it's that exciting. No, he wakes up at 4 a.m. and does first cardio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to actually have to work out in that body. Just like the root canal. It's like, not doing that today. It's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tanya, who yeah. would you switch with? Um, I mean, uh, so there's a long list of people that I, like, really admire. But mm-hmm. I realize that it's not like you get to go hang out in their brain. So, like... Those like some of the people that I was thinking, I was like, oh, Mallory Ortberg or Nicole Cliff, and then I was like, but I'd just be sitting like trying to type and and deal with their job and that. Yeah, would be I was same. I was thinking about that. Good. Like I was like, what if you were like the president's chief of staff, so you could hang out with the president? But then it would be like, ah, you have so much the, work to do, and you're terrible. Yeah, you at have it. a yeah, really hard job. Totally, totally. <laughs> so then I I realized that of course the only answer, the only rational answer for every human is Tilda Swinton. Because oh, yeah. then you're just Ooh. on a fucking estate in Scotland, just like running around being like a gauzy, magical fairy human being. That seems which pretty. Fun. Seems pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. you know, you know what though? Kitty cat. It's it, you, you bring up, <laughs> you, you bring up some, some some great points because why aren't these Chinese people using this power like to help the United States fight terrorism? You know, like you could swap <laughs> bodies with like the head of ISIS or the head of Al Qaeda and just send them in then you can infiltrate the entire thing like this would be a great yeah. tool to well, use no no yeah, you just need an elaborate ruse to get them to go to a Chinese restaurant in Los Angeles <laughs> in downtown LA yeah, yeah so yeah, that's, that's, that's a, tr- a tough thing but then also realistic. you don't want to come to a better understanding with the head of ISIS that would be a bad thing if you guys met. Well, no, you just kill the guy. I, you you just... have to. You have to. Actually, that might just guarantee that you're just like stuck in each other's bodies forever. Because yeah, if they yeah, hadn't had like a sympathetic moment, forever. yeah, yeah. If they hadn't had like some semblance of like compassion for each other, then yeah. you just. Well, I guess that's sort of. I mean, that's basically what they do in Face Off. Is he he like switches with the bad guy so you can infiltrate it and take it apart from the the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's right. kind of like that. You could do that to ISIS. That's but you still have to know the secret handshake. Yeah, and, I don't know. That'd be that'd be tough. I yeah, mean, look, inside every terror organization is just a fifteen-year-old girl that wants to be in Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> the heart of all of them. I kinda, I'd love to switch with like somebody where you do, the job is pretty easy, but you're hanging out with really interesting people. Like, I'd like to be in, a, in an entourage for a day. If I could like swap into like Kanye's entourage for a day, and just, so I don't have to do any work, oh, but I could just see what it's like yeah. to hang out. <gasps> 
Yeah, or just like go to like Rick Rubin's body. Yes, I would love to body swap like, Rick Rubin just to just hang out with the people out what he gets everything to hang is. out. Yeah. yeah, and I would literally just spend all of my time being like, who is he listening to right now? <laughs> who is it? Who is it? <laughs> who am I going to be? Who is the thing we're all going to be listening to in a year and a half? Just yeah. stroking your extra long view. Yeah. yeah. Just looking like a hobo in Jay-Z's Great. apartment. Uh, and lastly, uh, our number five thing, uh, Dave on Facebook asked, what's the first thing you would do if you body swapped with your parent? And what is the thing you would most dread if your parent was in your body for a day? Uh, I would gain a lot of appreciation for the aches and pains of being in my silver years. Yeah. Silver you just want to win at this? No. <laughs> to get back to your body? <laughs> Fine. No, I, no I've, like, I mean, I was thinking about this question, and the thing is, like, if I rewind it back to when I was a kid, I would drive to the ice cream store, and I would get my own damn ice cream right. with the magic Yeah, like the way, like, Lindsay, just, her first thing is Amex. You know, she just goes yeah. shopping. Although she shops for her mom, like, she doesn't buy a lot of stuff for her size to leave for later. She has no thought of getting back into her body later. No. Yeah, I was surprised that she wasn't like, you know, stuffing hundreds under her mattress, like her teen girl mattress and yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> buying a bunch of stuff at like Hot Topic, which is kind of what I thought she was going to go do. I also don't understand that plan where she's like, I'm just going to spend a bunch of my mom's money because she'll never know. Like, she yeah. could still be mad at you for this later. She can. She's still going to be around. I, not I don't think Although she circling back to how great Jamie Lee Curtis looks. I mean, just I love that like pre haircut. She looks amazing. Post haircut. She looks amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. She's good haircut. Just, like right and tight. It is, did, did not like the uh, stud in the air, but the haircut looks good. No, that was silly. No. Um, I mean, oh, geez. I'd like to think that I respect my mom enough to do nothing more than just get a cool haircut when I'm inside my mom's body. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. that, that's yeah. the limit. I'll just I'll, I'll go for a spin around the mall. I'll have a slice of Sabaro. I'll get a haircut, and that's my day. That's all I'm gonna do. Yeah, um, it's sort of like the campsite rule. Like it, you know, leave your mom's body better than when you found it. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. actually love if I... my mom swapped bodies with me because my mom, like tonight, my mom would have to go do three shows on stage. <laughs> And I, I would, would love, love to see my mom have to tell jokes in my body. Oh, this would be the best thing. Like if I, because I would be like, I would have my set list, so she'd have to look at it and be like, "What are these things mean?" I have to tell a joke about each of these. <laughs> Mermaids. One thing every day that scares you. Balls deep. What does that one mean? Like she's have to go through the set list. <laughs> it'd be, Fortune it'd cookies. Be so embarrassing she, she to see, one. like. Like if I got heckled, but because my mom is inside my body and doesn't know what she's doing, so somebody yells out something and she just scolds them. Like, hey, you watch your language, young man. <laughs> but coming out of your body, yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. Wow, I like that a lot. Actually, I didn't think. Of, yeah, um, I think my parents would both have a pretty decent time in my body. I take a lot of naps. I uh, <laughs> I got a couple shows. They should have. They'd have to go do some shows tonight. But uh, I was planning on tootling around the apartment and calling them today so it's like they're gonna be fine it'd be a decent day for them hmm. nice I, I don't know what would happen if i like i guess like uh my mom does a lot of yoga so i feel like maybe i'd be able to do a headstand which would be kind of cool well but you, wait you'd have the physical ability but not the mental ability. but not the mental ability well i'd just yes. like try it out be like yeah. well can this body do a headstand because mine can't <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Assume the position and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, otherwise, no, I would have to do like, I would have to, she's a physical therapist. So I'd have to like see all of her clients, which would be horrifying because I wouldn't know how to like, I wouldn't know how to fix them. Yeah. And they'd be yeah, expecting but it would be unprofessional be like, for you to give them any advice. You should, it'd be unethical. So I wouldn't be able to like touch them. I don't even know what I would do. I'd be like, well, yeah, like, I'm sorry. Your neck still hurts. How that feels. I, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't understand why this isn't just a simpler, like cancel all my meetings today i'm yeah oh yeah i'm just gonna like sit quietly and wait for this to end yeah <laughs> yeah i, I feel and like then, yeah. it would be a very reasonable option if i had that like those professional responsibilities i'd be like call in sick close the blinds sit at home in the dark and just try to understand my daughter you know like yeah. but yeah i think try not to be freaked out that your hands are different right although you know chances are <laughs> That would yeah, be so and freaky, just like because you don't see your face during the day very often, but you'd see no. your hands every. That would be your constant reminder of yourself. Your hands and feeling different teeth in your mouth. Oh, <laughs> teeth in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. All right, you guys. If you want to play top five for us top next five. week, go to read-weep.com. You can go to our Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter at read underscore weep and tell us the one thing for next week. I want to hear the one thing that you would want us to talk about about the movie Diva. We're watching Diva next yeah, week. Yeah, you know that one. Long Look it up. We're watching Diva. It seems kind of fun. I'm excited about it. It was a. It was a. It's a sponsorship that was trying to have us have a good time. So that's what we're gonna do. And let wait. Next cool. Week, twenty for twenty, and then the next 20 week is. Diggity. Chris, yeah. when is when is Fast Seven? That's two weeks. That's a couple weeks. Are we doing it? Yeah, <gasps> two weeks. Of course, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Can I tell yeah. you guys what I'm really excited about in Fast Seven, just from the trailer? Is yeah. When the cars car are in the airplane, and then the cars parachute out of the airplane, yeah, yeah. the yes. cars are, are parachuting down, and Vin Diesel has his hand on the stick shift, <laughs> yeah. like he's kind of shifting the third. <laughs> Always ready and to that's drift, do yeah, something. Vin You guys, the Fast and Furious movies are just slowly becoming cars for adults. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's basically where we're going to end up with this. <laughs> If we're not already there. It feels very Transformers-like. It, it feels like the cars have a lot of personality. The, also, from the Super Bowl trailer, there was that thing where they like fly through a building across yep. the entire yeah, floor, out do. the other side, into a second building, and Vin's like, I don't think I'm going to make a third building. I should bail. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 think that, I think that you know how like everybody said, oh, he jumped a shark, and then in, after Indiana Jones 4, they said he nuked the fridge. I think the next one is going to be he double building the car. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely ready for that. So play top five of us for the next couple weeks. We have those. Just let us know what you want us to talk about. It's now time for our minor compliment. So we're going to go in reverse order, which means Chris, did you go last? Uh, or was it Tanya? I, no, it was Tanya. Tanya, Me? you're up first. What's your minor compliment for Freaky Friday? Um, so in this movie, there's a hateful English teacher <gasps> who is, uh, he's, kids. he's, yeah, he's, oh no, I'm no, sorry. <laughs> so he's, he's, um, being unfair to the Lindsay Lohan character because he was rebuffed by her mother back in the day when they were in high school together. Cause she but had a he's boyfriend played, and you are weird looking. Yeah. Yeah. Like it feels that's like, like I feel like that's that that totally It feels fair. like you said no for one of those two reasons and you might not have to bring up the other you one. You might not need to, yeah, you might not need to rub anything else in. That like was, she had that a boyfriend, <laughs> but if you were cool looking, she would have traded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. true. Yeah. There were, yeah. It turns out I had a lot more hates about this, but I was kind of standing out of the way so that you guys could swap bodies. I didn't do a great job of it. There are a lot more hates to hate. No, I just, it just <laughs> reminded me of this like thing that I had. But anyway, um, my by compliment Toblerone. is that that, what? It's, he's played by Toblerone. 
Yeah, Tobler, Tobo. yeah, Stephen Tobolowski, who yeah. whom I I love. Um, Tobolowski Files is just an yeah. amazing podcast, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just a, he's an amazing dude, and so it's always nice to see him. And it was a it was a nice little moment that and I enjoyed. I love that he's just like he is. He's got the monopoly on that guy. Yeah, the, he like, sure does. You were a creepy-looking high schooler, and now you're in charge of something. That is his. It's weird because he's that guy, but then he's also very specifically Ned Ryerson. Like yeah, every time but, you see him, you're like Ned, yeah. Ned Ryerson. <laughs> but Ned Ryerson also was like used to be creepy in 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 high school, and now he has a little bit of power, and he's still creepy. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. same. Yeah. Oh, Ned. Uh, Chris, your turn. Going backwards. Minor compliment. Yeah, uh, my comment is to technology in this movie. Um, how it's still very much 2003, the age of phone calls. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no texting, there's no emergency like, hey, SOS, bail me out here, mom, or anything else like that. Um, and um, I, I just enjoy the simplicity of that because, frankly, hmm. if there were a Freaky Friday set in today's world, um, I'm not sure the parent would be able to work all the apps that Lindsay Lohan's character probably has and runs. And, oh, and you wouldn't know the passwords to the phone. Oh, yeah, and a lot of the slang is, you know, very, very specific these days in a way that is right. not betrayed. Right, know? plus, you know, then Lindsay Lohan's mom would have to, like, sext that guy. Oh. She would have to Snapchat him some pics. Yeah, uh, send him some pick. snaps. That's yeah. not... Mm. Oh, no. No. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I just think it's a fun, fun age. Uh, I love the idea of Lindsay Lohan's mom though. Like the phone buzzes and she like figures out the combo somehow and is like, ah, dick pic. How do I stop it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's just the, the fingerprint sensor, so it'll work for everybody. Oh, true. Oh, that's true. true. For if she had an just iPhone, use your weird easier. new hands to unlock. The phone. <laughs> All right, uh, my minor compliment is I love the hives, you guys. The I hives are them. great. I love the hives, and uh, he asks her. I think he asked her to go to a live show first. Um, uh, uh, like they're playing in town the next day, which is super convenient, or like two days later. But anyway, uh, I especially love them live. They're so good live. Uh, yeah, they are really good live. Yeah, the, which the, shows that she's a she's a big old stupid for saying no. It's too bad she didn't go. Well, there's still time, I think. Um, no, because he's gonna die later. <laughs> oh, right, there's that. <laughs> I forgot he's gonna die on the on the curves. Um, Mark, that leaves you. What's your minor compliment? Yeah, my minor compliment, I really wanted it just to be the fact that Lindsay Lohan, uh, even when she's in her own body, says no to riding on the motorcycle because she knows that motorcycles are dangerous. So, yeah, that's, fucking that's dangerous. Stoner cycles. Even in all her bitchy teenage angstiness, she still realized that's not a safe choice to make. Or at least then, her mom would kill her. The, the, that her mom would kill her. <laughs> like, you, if you magically survived, if, <laughs> if you somehow survived deadliest, the, the deadly curves, the dead man's curves. But... Yeah. I think I think that I have to give this movie a compliment for actually hooking me emotionally one time very briefly, and it was a really cheap thing to do, and it was when Jamie Lee Curtis is, it, or when Lizzie Lohan is in her mom's body, and she's in the meeting with her brother's teacher, and yeah. she busts out the letter that he wrote about, my favorite person in the world is my sister. She's Aww. the greatest big sister. Aww. And just for a minute, I was like, yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is getting me. This is getting me. <laughs> that, yeah, that actually was, was kind of dear. It was yeah, super but then, dear. But then you think, but but you got nothing of that in the movie leading nope. up to it. Not even the hint that he might like his sister at all. So five minutes yeah. later, I was like, this stupid movie almost made me cry for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That yeah. was well, and then he does say that thing where she's like, "Why are you ever like tell her that you like her?" And he's like, "It's too much fun to fight." And he, that's the only like interesting moment I think of the whole movie where I'm like, oh, it was a very Batman Joker kind of thing. Like he loves that she's around in the world yeah, because exactly. it gives him something to hate. <laughs> we are two sides of the same coin, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Right, you guys uh that's it for our show that's it for our discussion of freaky friday thank you so much for listening like i said we're gonna be back next week talking about diva this was sponsored by dave who says quote you guys have to sit through a lot of terrible stuff so i thought i'd sponsor something that i think is good and that you probably haven't seen and uh that's real sweet of you dave thanks buddy uh i have not seen it have you guys seen diva no no but looking forward to it i've never seen diva wow <laughs> i don't know how you run a movie podcast um there's a lot <laughs> <laughs> no i'm super excited i like it seems super fun uh so we'll be back in talking about that next week quick shout out to robin huckster our newest meat buddy thanks for joining the team uh you can try to become a meat buddy even a dollar a month it's just it's just all it takes go to redistrict.com slash meat buddies and help keep this ship floating down the tracks yeah you uh, too can take pointless surveys about what things we should watch it's actually, uh, I you know, we hadn't intended this to be like a, you have to pay to get in this exclusive club to do these voting things, but it is really fun, and we got a ton of great suggestions that we weren't able to watch this time. So, I, I will definitely send some more meaningless surveys out to people about uh, thematic months to, uh, options. I don't know, it's fun. I like it. Thanks, Meat Buddies. You guys are all great. Uh, thanks for being here as always at C Walter Smith, uh huh, and at the Tanya Best. Toodaloo. Your freckles look great. Um, and then also, wow. thank you, Mark Ellis Schmozno on YouTube or schmozno.com. Tell us about Schmozno, Mark. Uh, it's a movie podcast slash video uh, presentation that me and my friend Christian Harloff started a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Uh-huh. Uh, we we have our YouTube channel that has over 153,000 subscribers, so you can just click subscribe, and Join we say you never pay to see a bad movie again. We're certified in Rotten Tomatoes. We're accredited by the MPAA, despite the fact we've never seen Diva before. They, we <laughs> well, snuck they in. were able to work I, something out for you guys. Huh? I won't tell anybody. I don't want, them, I don't want the MPAA to pull their, their ranking. Yeah, so then you can you can see what we thought of Fast Seven. We see it in uh, in a couple weeks too, and we'll have our review up on the YouTube channel. So you can follow me at fifty one fifty Ellis on Twitter and Instagram, and hopefully I'll be back up in the Portland area very soon to hang out with Alice and go to Pine State Biscuits in person. Yeah, Pine State Biscuits. Uh, nobody else cares about that but us. But yeah, totally good. Um, or we can go to Lardo. Yeah, well, Lardo too. So many. Are you excited about Fast Seven? Is that on your list of things that you plan on liking? It's it's not on my most anticipated list of the year, but I do like those movies for what they are. I mean, I, I can appreciate... I love action movies, even though these are so silly and ridiculous and over the top. I think that Jason Statham and Kurt Russell might lend some sense of of grounded reality to this stupid, <laughs> insane action that's happening. So I'm looking forward to that and just shoving a lot of popcorn in my face and turning my brain off. What's one yep. uh, one thing that you've reviewed recently like that'd be, uh, that you're really proud of that we should check out right away? Like, where, where should um, we start? There wasn't a... There wasn't a lot good that came out this week. I thought The Gunman was a letdown, um, as was uh, Insurgent. I don't think anybody needs to see. I was, uh, I was, we skipped I, Insurgent. We watched the first, we read the first book and watched the first movie, and just this time it was like not even worth getting excited about. It's, it's like just, just watch the Hunger Games again. That's all you need to do. I mean, <laughs> yes. I think. 
you know what? You know what swept me up in a world of whimsy was Cinderella, the uh, the Cinderella Ooh. live action film. I think they did oh. Cinderella right. Unlike Maleficent, where they're like, "Hey, let's take a bad guy and then show you why they're bad, and then maybe you'll have some sympathy for him." This one, it just tells the story the way it's supposed to be, and uh, I felt like a little eight year old girl again. Nice. Aww. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, let's everybody check out their review of Cinderella, and then if you like that, go check it out in in, in theaters. Uh, thank you so much for being here, Mark. It's really a pleasure. Thank you, guys, and uh, I am happy to come back anytime and watch a Disney remake. I'll let's let's do the Haley Mills Parent Trap. The yeah, next let's time we're the- on and just talk about how great it is. Put the Parent Trap on our on our into our queue. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to everybody <laughs> next week. Bye.